You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Jean Dolabella, is a multi-instrumentalist from Brazil, best known for his time playing drums in Sepultura, and now in his own band, Ego Kill Talent, where he plays both drums and guitar. We will talk about where things were at for Ego Kill Talent before the pandemic, how the past two years have changed his life, and the great things that are on the horizon for Jean and the band. So come along with me as I catch up with Jean Dolabella. Hey, Jean, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so excited to see you. Yes, same here. I'm actually, it's like, it's a mixture of excitement and a little, I'm a little nervous as well, because I know you have interviewed so many great guys and like people that I love so much. And, and it's, a mix, it's a mixture of that. And, and I so wanted to talk to you because I haven't seen you for a long time. So it's, it's great. Thank oh my so gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you belong among the the people that I've interviewed, of course. And Thank so you. don't feel nervous whatsoever. But it is so nice to have a chance to just catch up and like hear about what you've been up to. And this is like this is has been um like I keep saying it, but it's like almost therapeutic because <laughs> just like I get it. You know, I having totally a chance to sit and talk to my friends for an hour and catch up and hear about everything that's been going on and everything that you have coming up. And um, I think it's also like inspiring for people to hear what is going to be happening in the future too. So we'll, we will cover all of that for sure. But, (laughs) but first of all, tell us how you've been over the past couple of years. It's, it's been, I mean, ups and downs. Um, it's crazy to think like if I go back like two years ago and we had like a whole year full of shows and it, it, it's crazy because we had just Ego Kill Talent, my band, we, we had just recorded uh, the new record back then. It's not new anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, our last record. And uh, we recorded at, at 606, Dave Grohl Studios. And, and that yeah. was a, that was amazing amazing i don't know if you had a chance to go there it's i have it's just, not i have yeah, not I mean, every there. every everywhere you look there is like all these um photos and, and everything that awards and you know it's it's like a history walls and stuff like that and all their their gear and everything it's it's there and they let us use everything it was just such a crazy experience really really awesome and uh, that happened because the year before we, we went on tour with them mm-hmm. here in Brazil. So we, pay, we played um, a few stadiums with the Foos. And uh, it was Queens of the Stone Age, Foo Fighters, and Eagle Kill Talent. So, so yeah, we ended up uh, recording the record there. And we were very excited. And then that same year, we, we um, got signed with DMG. Mm-hmm. And uh, C3 Management. And also William Morris as an agency and this it, it was like all everything lined up and a lot of shows lined up yes all the festivals in europe and uh, like a huge tour um 
over the the U.S. as well, and uh, mm -hmm. so all lined up, and then the the pandemic happened. So we had to like change everything. Everybody was like, I don't know what to do. How can we make this happen? And it was weird because we yes. were like very excited. Like it seemed like we were getting to that point of you know really uh, being able to um, really like work as a band like worldwide and mm -hmm. so we were there and then everything happened and then we had yes. to cancel everything so it was very frustrating frustrating but um at the same time i mean it's everybody had to deal with it it wasn't like a like a personal thing you know it wasn't with just happening with us it was like the, the whole world stopped for a little bit right but um with that i mean uh, everything changing in in, in our lives you know, like I had to, when I saw that this, that the pandemic was gonna just be for a while, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a thing like for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. so I, I, when I knew that that was gonna happen, I, I moved, I was living in Sao Paulo, which was like the, the like the main city, like where, where like all the cases were happening. So we were like, let's just move and see what's going on. So we went mm -hmm. down south. We have a um, uh, family house, like right at the beach, really mm -hmm. beautiful place. So I stayed there with my family for, I don't know, about like four or five months. And that was really good because it changed everything. It changed the perspective. It, it changed the way we deal with each other in, in, in the family in the within the band and it changed mm -hmm. everything. It changed everything. So that that was the beginning of it. And then I came back to Sao Paulo, and then things started like doing not not really happening because they're, they're happening now. But started right. like yeah, just like it seemed that things were like picking up again. And uh, so then we did the 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 first live as a band. We hadn't done anything before that, and then we did also. Um, uh, driving show which was mm -hmm. pretty awesome that was like really amazing and very different from ev everything else i've ever did in my life you know because right, it, was right. like, it was like a big huge stadium with a bunch of cars and That's, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it was awesome i mean just 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 to be with the guys playing again on stage that was great but yeah i mean after that we just just like every other band, just trying to, you know, be more active online and just doing things here and there, you know. Mm -hmm. And now, now that, you know, this year, it really seems to, to be like things are happening again. We have this um, tour with Metallica starting in May. Yes. Um, yeah. So we play a few stadiums with them here in Brazil. And then we go straight to Europe and play... Um, uh, all the main festivals there, like Rock and Ring, Rock and Park, Grass Ball, mm -hmm. a lot of the festivals, great festivals, Rock and Rio, Lisbon as well. Um, and then after that, we go to to the US to start recording the new record. So that's the plan. And we have, I think, yeah, we have one, we have one festival, which was the name of it? Um, Aftershock in Sacramento. Yes. That's mm -hmm. on uh, October 8th. So we have that that and pro probably a few other shows and that's that's how it looks like now <laughs> that's so good it's so yes. good to hear and i have to say that you were one of the people that um 
I thought about when this all started happening because you did have this incredible year lined up for 2020. And I was so excited for you. And, you know, the Foo Fighters tour and uh, just looking at the lineups for the things that you were doing. I was so excited, like, and it felt to me and and the BMG thing, and it felt to me like, you know, you guys were like breaking out into this even more well-recognized band and, you know, just, just being, being like on the lookout for what you were doing when this whole thing happened, you were one of the people that I was just like, oh, you know, just, (laughs) it was painful. (laughs) I know. You know, to just see things being canceled and and feel yes. like, okay, it's it's going to happen. It's going to be time again. Yeah. Like you said, realizing that this is going to be a longer thing than a two week, yeah. you know, period yeah. of time and it just yeah. dragging on. But I'm so happy. I saw the lineup, you know, you guys going on tour with Metallica and I think uh, Greta Van Fleet is yeah. also on that tour. And I was just like, yes, what a great lineup. And also like, having your fans be able to see each other's um, bands on a tour like that is huge. So, so yes. exciting. Like that's, that's just, that's just amazing. So big, big things to come. And, you know, talking about like the whole change in perspective, moving to the, to the family home near the beach and like a whole new family dynamic. Um, so many of the drummers that I've been talking to are, feeling that same thing like the way that the pandemic has changed perspectives on life time family time you know and like just kind of like opened your eyes and and mine as well from from my perspective how much um, my life has changed over the past couple of years but um, understanding what is worthy of time and how valuable it is and the whole like you know, the, the, the value of family time is just, um, it's just so much more present. Um, It is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a, I don't know. It put, it put all of us in contact with ourselves as well, you know? So Mm -hmm. I had to like re, I don't even know how to say that, but it's like reconnect with myself and try to understand like for real, what am I like? What do I really want? And what are my yeah. goals for real? Because at, at the same time, I think we were all in this, um, like going so fast with everything, yeah. you know, like yeah. all like the information that we are bombarded like all the time. And there's a lot of things, and you want to do this, and you want to do that, and you want to, you have to play good, you get, you have to look good, you have to like everything at the same time. And I think the pandemic hit, and then well, at least to me and a lot of my friends, I, I, I noticed that I had to sort of like slow down and just look at look at myself and see what's real and what's just like something that came with this whole fighting, like kind of with no reason. Yeah. Sort of, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> yes. But uh, and, and it's crazy because it put me even when I'm like, with with the instrument you know like because i'm not only a drummer i play the guitar and the bass and i like producing bands as well and and when i think about it it's like 
don't get me wrong. I, I, I love playing the drums and drums. Is pro it, it's my first instrument. Is the, the the instrument that I that I really dedicated a lot in my life to uh, to play. But I really like uh, music. You know, like big melodies and big like a, yeah. a good harmony. And it's like about the whole thing. It's not only about the instrument. You know. Yes. And I I noticed that when I when I because we had this, we had like a lot of time, right? Yeah. I mean, during the pandemic, we were like, well, we don't have a lot to do, actually, you know? So mm -hmm. there was there was like a little bit of that period that I, when I was trying to practice, I kind of started like looking at it, like, should I really practice and what to practice? Because mm -hmm. it's crazy because I saw that I was like on this, really like crazy life that you have to have to have to have to have to this and that and and that when, when i had to sit with my like just myself and the drums and no like goals or no no nothing to do it mm -hmm. was completely different because it changed the way i looked at it for a long time i hadn't looked to my instrument that way in a long time you know what i'm trying to say like yes yes playing a little bit and then playing to the songs that I liked and then sometimes just respecting the time that I didn't want to practice I didn't want to play and just like uh, I had like this period that I was reading just reading a lot and just you know it, it yes it, it, I think it was there there is this this good um the good part of it you know it's not only like oh yeah it was bad we canceled everything and we right not doing anything it, i think it was very there is a, a very big like positive side to it you know yeah well there's there's value i think in the lessons yeah. learned and i agree with you the time like having time and having to um listen to yourself Yeah. for yeah. once instead of yeah. <laughs> instead of just like do the next thing that you're supposed to do or that you have yes. to do um, yeah. when you're on that kind of like treadmill of life and career and you know you're just doing what you have to do and just getting to the next thing I think it's a whole different mindset when suddenly your your whole world stops and you have to think about what you actually want to spend time doing and what is meaningful to you And exactly. for, for someone like you, like me, like a lot of the people that we know, that's never been a question. Like you didn't, you didn't have that option. Like, what do I want to spend my time doing? What is meaningful in my yes. life? What is going to be something that's valuable to me? And sometimes that's scary. That's a scary thing to suddenly be faced with. Yes. Um, I think about one, one of the things at when I worked for the Zildjian company and I worked in the factory um, learning how to make symbols, I remember being at a machine or different machines during this time and um, having a lot of time like to think and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because you're, yes. you're doing a process and you're working with a machine, you're by yourself, you're kind of like in your own head. And I remember at the time thinking like, I've never had this much time to think just to like let my brain yes. go and think and i think like that's one of the things during the pandemic that um occurred to me like 
we're faced with our own thoughts. We're faced with our own decisions, our own opinions on things. And, And it was a huge lesson for me personally. And it sounds like a lot of us were in that same boat and maybe yes. we're really like changed for good moving forward and changed for the better um, and able to really like put our wants and needs first um, yes. moving forward. And you know what, that, that, that creates better output. I think, you know, like the for music sure. will be different and it'll be more of what is you like, you'll be, you'll be in it more. Totally and, agree. Yes. And I love that part of it. So, yes, I totally you know, agree. I mean, so there there's, were... I, it, it changed us for, yes. for yeah, right. I mean, uh, um, when, when I'm writing now, it, it, it seems like it opened a, a, a like a, a, a new door, sort mm-hmm. of. And I'm really mm-hmm. trying to connect to that thing because I think that's like the real door. It's almost like the door that you don't have to be so worried about it, you know, mm-hmm. and just be yourself and just like let it go for a little bit. Let let everything that is happening at the same time, let it go for a little bit and then just yes. get in contact with that, that real you sort of, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, and we talked, we talked a little bit about um, perfectionism and that, yes. you know, trying to let go of that need to put out the most perfect form of whatever it is, whatever it happens to be. Um, And I think that lesson comes with time and life lived anyway. But I also think the pandemic, like, you know, helped erase that need for everything to be absolutely perfect. It did. It did for sure. And you know what, like, uh, this is like, I I haven't talked, really talked publicly about it. uh, But like, it's been like a couple of months maybe, but I had this sort of breakdown that I mm-hmm. had. This hadn't, this never happened to me before. It was like, a, always like, I'm, I'm going to say mild depression because mm-hmm. I don't, I really, I, I don't really know how to put it, but it's like, I completely lost my like motivation and I was thinking and feeling very nihilistic and, it, it was it was very very deep and and um, and hard and I guess it was probably uh, like the the sum of all these years of just being so hard on myself like to get everything right and it's like like English for example you know this mm-hmm. is my second language and it's really really important to me to be a good communicator and to really express what I'm trying to say in English because I'm trying to communicate with a, a lot of people so mm-hmm. this is very important to me but I, I got to a point that all of those things all of those uh, goals main goals in my life they were like crushing me like because it had to be so perfect and and i it's almost like i would depending on where or when you called me to do this interview mm-hmm. i'll probably would say no but just mm-hmm. just because i was afraid of it you know and i and i couldn't admit a little bit it, it, you know because the perfectionism it takes you to a place that you you have all these like um you're gonna you're gonna try to say something just to get away with it 
and then right. I'll, I'll just like, no, I'm not going to do it because this or this or that. But it's just like, it's just because I'm afraid of it. And, mm -hmm. and I think after having this breakdown, I, 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 it was like for a week and then I got COVID and then I, I had to stay home for like mm -hmm. 15 days. Yes. And so it was, it was a good like block of 20 days that, that I, I had just with me and thinking about it and trying to understand and see how can I come out of this. And, and it's funny because it, it was maybe the first time in my whole life that I really admit that I was afraid of something and, mm -hmm. and also to let go and say like, I'm afraid and it's okay because it's, it's just a lot of pressure or whatever, you know, and and it, it, and it's fine. And at the same time, just, just to like, to allow myself to just to be myself and do whatever I'm capable of doing, you know, because if I, yeah. if I'm talking to you like now and, and, and for some reason I can't say this or that, or, or I have this, um, problem with a word or it, it's it's fine because I'm, yes. I'm not even I'm not even supposed to be speaking in, in English right <laughs> I mean this is my second language so right uh, right well, yes and <laughs> plus please understand your English is fantastic I Thank mean <laughs> I can you imagine I, I can't speak a word of Portuguese so well maybe a few words but it just <laughs> probably you know, bad words huh? <laughs> right well I don't know <laughs> <laughs> we won't list off the words. We will not do that. But like, I mean, it's just, it's amazing because um, we are so hard on ourselves. Always. Yeah. We are the hardest on ourselves. And yeah. you and I have talked about that just personality wise. We're just really, yeah. you know, we want to do it right and make it right yes. and, you know, be the best possible. But um, at the end of the day, I think one of the things that I've come to realize more recently is that it just doesn't matter you know none of none of that matters it's yes. it is about even if you're whatever you're doing is is meaningful to yourself even even if no one else gets it like that's yes. good enough that's enough um totally. and you know i just yeah. one of one of the things and i just have to like bring this up as an example but i recently went to a place where you um it's like an art place where you paint uh, ceramics, yeah. right? Or mm -hmm. pottery. And I feel like in my my past life, I like to refer to it, um, you know, the time before COVID or before <laughs> I've kind of come to the realization, yes. I would have, I would have been like, oh, it has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. And um, this experience, I was like, you know what? They don't have the colors that I want. I'm just going to mix colors and I'm going to make my own colors and I'm going to paint it however I want to paint it. And it was the greatest experience. Like every color was a mixed custom color and, <laughs> and it ended up coming out great. And I was su super happy, but, but it's like the fun was in creating something and mm -hmm. knowing that whatever came out was going to be what it was supposed to be. And I think yes. that part of it is like that lesson is so big and it, it is so helpful to understand that. And I think like my younger self just was so wrapped up in making it perfect that I wouldn't yes. have enjoyed the process. And I, I think that's exactly. like, that's the part that's the lesson. Yeah, I think, I think, I, I think you put it 
beautifully because I mean enjoy enjoy the process. This is like the only thing. I mean, what's the meaning of all this? You know, right? Exactly. If you don't enjoy the process, you know, I mean, if you're just doing the process to get somewhere or get better, and what it what is it to get better? You know, yeah, better at right. what? <laughs> better than what you know better so, than what yeah. yeah and in whose and in whose opinion right yes, because exactly it's all relative yeah. right yes. so yeah just it's a huge lesson so i'm so happy that you know you're feeling better about things and i know you know all, all the things in life that can affect us and and cause us to feel less than Yes. you know, we would like to be feeling are, yeah. are tough to get through, but I'm, I'm just so glad that you're feeling better. And, and that you said yes to this because it means a yeah. ton to me. And it's just, it's really nice to, um, to just to get to hear like what you've been through yes. over the past couple of years. And, um, and it definitely helps because we have all been in this really weird limbo situation and trying to figure out life in a different way. Um, yes. And I do, I really want to hear about um, Ego Kill Talent because you and I met when you were playing drums in Sepultura yeah. years and years and years back. And um, when you made the transition into Ego Kill's Talent and I immediately like saw you playing guitar and, <laughs> and bass and, you know, I, you would send these videos. And I'm like, holy moly, this is, this is incredible. I didn't know you were a multi-instrumentalist and you know, and so fantastic at it. Um, and I really kind of want to hear about like the, the change from being behind the kit to being out in front. I mean, you're on these like crazy festival dates with the Foo Fighters and, you know, yeah. how was that for you being a perfectionist and like knowing that <laughs> suddenly you're out in front, you know, you're at the front of the stage and, yes. and all of that. Well, I mean, I had, um, I've been playing uh, guitar and, and, and the guitar and the bass for, since the beginning, you know. So I, when I started playing the drums, I was also, you know, playing the guitar and playing um, the acoustic. And uh, so this has always been part of my life. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, I had, I had mostly played drums in a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of people in a bunch of records. And um with Sepultura was a very intense, and that was the first time that I had um, to play that many shows in a row and playing thrash metal and that that fat with speed and, and all that energy and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed it. It was amazing, you know. Um, but after after I quit the band, I was um, trying to find like the perfect balance uh, because as I said before, I really like big melodies and harmonies. And, and I had a few things that I, that I've written while I was in Sepultura or, or even uh, before. Mm -hmm. So um, Ego Q Talent was just the beginning of uh, me and the other guys just uh uh, like allowing ourselves to put that out and you know and and it's crazy because we have it's it's two drummers in the band it's me mm -hmm. and Rafael and uh which is really cool because when when you're writing and you have the opportunity to like let's say I'm playing the guitar and I have this riff and I and Rafael is playing the, the drums 
you look at it from a completely different perspective because you're, 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 I'm not like, I'm not expecting anything. Or if I am, I'm like with my head, with my drummer head, just expecting something and he will bring something completely different. And that's so cool, you know, and mm -hmm. so it, it enriches the, the process so much. And um, so when, when we started the band, we didn't, we didn't really know um, how this were, was going to work out because we didn't even know if it would, if it would work out. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it, if it's going to, if this will um, make sense, because I mean, to change instruments and so that the, the logistics of that, it's just all crazy, but we weren't thinking about that at all. We were just like writing music and enjoying the process, you know, like, um, and when that started to like, when things were like uh, starting to become like a whole song or a mu like music, you know, mm -hmm. Then we we started thinking like why why don't we just play this just the way we write this because it's so unique you know and and at the same time it's like it doesn't it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me to play what Rafael had played because he plays in his way and it's so we, we tried to take advantage of that you know, just to have two drummers in the, the band and and in a band as well that everybody plays the guitar and the bass. So we started really developing that thing and we started doing shows like that. So every it, it, it happened since the beginning. It's, it's like if I if I if we um, recorded that song and I'm playing the, the drums, I would never play the guitar on that song, you know, mm -hmm. and vice versa. So it's like if I if I'm playing the drums on that song, probably Rafael will. Uh, he's probably playing playing the bass, and that's how we represent that song live. So, but in the beginning, it was very difficult to make that whole dance happen, just to to make it um, because you got to think about the the dynamics of the show as well. So it's not only. Right. You know, because like if you if you're like for uh, Sepultura, for example, when we 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 were doing the set list, we were like just going for the songs, like this song after this song, and that's it. That's, that's good, okay. Mm -hmm. But for Eagle Q Talent, we got to think about the songs and the logistics of this. You know, like because right. if I'm gonna be here, then I'm gonna be hit there. What what side of the stage I'm gonna play? And and there's like a lot of things happening at the same time. But it's it's so awesome at the same time because it, it, it gives us, it's so fresh for us when mm -hmm. you're playing like that. It's a lot, it's fresh because you're, you're uh, like, it's a, it's a completely different experience, you know, like Absolutely. to play drums for a whole show, you know, when, when you're just playing the drums, it's awesome. Of course. I mean, but it's, it's almost like you're having one only experience because you're like behind the kit and far away from the people and the energy is one. And yes. then when you go to the guitar, it's a completely different energy because you're you're picking you're a lot more closer to the public and, and you 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 have you can move a lot more on the stage and you mm -hmm. can really like just let things happen and jump or do whatever you want because of the song, you know. So you you right. like going with the sensations of the song. So it's it's a it's a very, very awesome experience but at the same time as i said before it, it, it wasn't something that happened 
in a second. You know, it took us a while as a band to figure out like a, a good way to make the whole dance uh, happen, you know. Yes, I can totally yeah. understand that. Absolutely. And I love it's it is a different dynamic being out in front and interacting like face to face with people yeah. other than, you know, be as, as opposed to being behind the kit and almost like protected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's that's incredible. And, and also like the name of the band ego kill mm -hmm. talent i just feel like it it fits with the theme of everything we've just been yes. talking about yes. because you know letting letting the ego get in the way and and instead of letting the talent just come through yes and that's i mean it's it's a metaphor right i mean mm -hmm. the, i have it on my chest you know because <laughs> yes. i want to look at this all the time and have it and just take it as a like a it's a message that you have mm -hmm. to deal every day you know like to uh, and it's it's funny because this always uh, happened naturally. It's not that I'm that that we planned to do this and that we became Eagle Q talent. Uh, this this metaphor is something that we we are constantly talking about among us. You know, so like um, we are a, a kind of band that we are always like talking to the the psychology behind everything you know like and talking how we how is the best way to you know to enjoy life and you know and be friends and so we we're very we get very deep when mm -hmm. we're together you know um mm -hmm. and and the name it's it's almost like what we we're trying to 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 say but it we, it's not it's not uh um it's not that we're trying to say that we don't have the ego it's not at all it's actually we're dealing with it all the time, you know, so that's the, that's the message, you know? Yeah. Recognizing it and, yes. you know, yes. making sure that you're, it sounds like you keep each other in check while also supporting each other. And that yeah. is incredibly important, especially mm -hmm. going through the past couple of years to like have those people around you that are, that lift you up and also yeah. like are straight with you about things. And, you know, that's, that's incredible Absolutely. that you have that within the band dynamic. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. That's so good. Um, and, you know, talking about like the opportunity to, to record um, at Dave Grohl's studio. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just remember you telling me like, you know, we would catch up and I'd say, what's going on? What's happening now? And you tell me about all these great things happening. And it's just, I, I love that this, this band has taken you to those places. And yes, um, and I do, um, you know, the, those, those opportunities are the things that like make you grateful for having something that's yours. And I do remember having that conversation with you about making the transition into this band and your own thing and doing your own project, yeah. you know, and making something that's yours. And I just think that's a huge, huge deal. It is, it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when I joined Sepultura, Sepultura was already, I don't know, 20, they, they, they've been playing together for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's almost like it, there is the game already. So you're, you just, you know, like there is, there is no way to be, well, I was of course part of the, of the band and part of everything, but mm -hmm. it's, it's totally different because you get to, uh, you get in a position that, 
a lot of everything is happening already. So when I quit and I started like this new thing, it, it's, it's really like, it's, it's a completely different thing because now like, it, and, and as, as you, as you mentioned, like it's, especially for us, uh, perfectionists, it's just like, it was, it, it was, it's something that helped me so much with that as well, you yeah. know, to try to just allow things to happen, you mm -hmm. know, like, because now I, I'm also one of the guys who writes the music. I'm since the beginning with that. And we talk about the lyrics and everything is, we deal with everything, all of us, you know, so the five yeah. of us, we write everything together. We, we, it's, it's not it's it, it's not a kind of band that um someone comes with like the music pretty much like already mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like the way that you're supposed to play and it's sure. not like that it's just like everybody's just like doing everything you can possibly do to make it the best that you can you know so it's like a very like it's a collaboration. A collaboration, yep, yes, yep. yes. So it's not it's not like a one one writer type of deal, you know, like that's like a, just one guy writes. It's everybody writing and doing everything that we can possibly do to make that right. But at the, at the same time, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying by any means that Sepultura is is a bad or 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 good about that, and I'm not saying that. And and also in Sepultura, I had a lot of. Um, we were writing a lot of this stuff together, actually, you mm -hmm. know, so me and Andreas, we would, you know, exchange, uh, he would send a riff to me and I'll send some drum parts and I'll just try to figure out in my studio, we would record stuff at my studio, just the two of us mm -hmm. and then bring mm -hmm. the other guys and then try things. So it was a, a very collaborative uh, thing as well. But, but Eagle Q Talent, since we start fresh, you know, mm -hmm. so, so since the beginning, we were like all like very like putting all the insights and everything that we can, you know, so it's a it's a different it's a different experience and it's great and it feels great. It feels great. Yeah, it's so good. Yes, yeah. it's totally different when it's yeah, when it's something that's grown out of something that you started, I think. The feeling yeah. is different for sure. It is. Um, and I can't I can't forget to mention that the album that came out um 2021 right it was last year the dance yes. between extremes i'll have the to link that and you said you're working on you're going to be going back in the studio working on the next album so that's super exciting too it is it is it's uh and it's at the same time it's so weird because we didn't have the chance to go on tour with this album so it's it it's it's weird we, we don't know what's going to happen i mean I, I i'm pretty sure a lot of a, a lot of um other bands are going through the same thing because they mm -hmm. had to, you know, just to release his stuff during the pandemic and they didn't yes. have a chance to, to play. But this is going to be a very different uh, experience for all of us. I mean, to just be on the road with a few uh, new singles and then the record that we put out like a couple of, like almost a couple of years ago and, mm -hmm. and mix that with the new stuff and the old, old stuff and, it's it's exciting. I'm pretty excited about it. And also the all this that we we had just talked about, you know, the the, the new experiences um, with ourselves and um, this whole pandemic thing. And 
I think this is gonna be transparent in some way in the songs, you know, because we're gonna just talk and, and, and about what we just had to go through, you know, uh, yeah. musically and, and also on the lyrics, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited about that. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to hear it. Um, I'm psyched. And yeah, and hopefully I'll get to catch you on one of these dates. I, I hope you guys come, come near enough because um, it would be so good to, to see you in of person, course, not course. just on the yes. screen. I we, can't, can't wait, <laughs> I can't, can't wait, wait to get back, back to yes. that, you know, um, yes. it's so important. And I want to talk to you about the studio too, because you just mentioned recording in your studio. Um, the family mob studios family and mob. I, you know, it's, is that where you are right now? No, I'm okay. in a different city now because I'm, I'm, I'm like spending two weeks here and two weeks in Sao Paulo. So I'm in mm -hmm. Belo Horizonte right now, which is like Minas Gerais, which is the state right above Sao Paulo. Mm -hmm. So part of the family is here. Part of the, the, everything that I do, uh, it's there. The, the band is there. So I'm like, Back and, back and forth, and forth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes <laughs> kind of crazy but it's... <laughs> yeah but it works right as, it works. as long it as works. it works yes. that's great it um, and, it, and it's so great though that you have that space and I remember when you started doing interviews out of there yes. which was super cool um yes. I'm just I'm just recalling like a Thomas Pridgen interview from back yes, in the day right you did a bunch of guys <laughs> yes Thomas Pridgen um Yeah, with with a bunch of people, with uh, Dave King from the Bad Plus. Yes. Um, yeah, these all the um, um, Dave. Who else? Um, yes, there was a bunch of people. I, I remember also. I mean, we used to bring people to do like workshops and master classes as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we did like Dave Lombardo from Slayer. Uh, Jean Paul from Clutch, mm -hmm. yeah, a bunch of people. Um, Aaron Spears, yes, yeah, I, I so I love that guy so much, man. He's I love him too. I was just texting <laughs> with him this morning. I just such a nice person, man. You he know, it, he yeah. just brightens up any situation, yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> but um, I'm actually sort of doing um, this new season of uh interviews, but it's in a different it's in a different way because this is more like I've been doing this research for a few years. It's a research on practice mm -hmm. and how to practice and why to practice and, and what to practice, that kind of thing. And um, now I'm on this phase of the, the research that I'm going to start interviewing a bunch of people, not only drummers, but also like musicians and maybe even like people from uh, sports, you know, just to, mm -hmm talk about practicing effectively and um yeah I'm, i'm very excited about this i'm uh this week i'll start doing the the interviews like the first the first ones and yeah i'm very excited about it and i think it's gonna be awesome as as you said before to you know like uh for us to be just talking to people and you know getting out there and just this is this helps us so much you know Absolutely. In, so in, a, yeah. in a day and an age where we are focusing on where to put our time, I think yeah. more information about effective practice and, you know, yeah. what you can do. I think that's that's hugely important. I, I actually just yeah. posted a clip with Pete Lockett talking about meditation through practice. And I thought that was really 
fantastic. He might yeah. be someone to talk about because he is like a whole different perspective um, on that. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I really want to talk about, well, um, Benny Grab just just uh, released a book. I don't know if you heard about, mm -hmm. which is which is called um, "Effective Practicing for Musicians." I guess it's something something like that. Mm -hmm. it, and uh, I'm I'm reading it right now, and it, and it's funny because there's a lot of a lot of things that he he says there that I completely agree. Some not that much, but anyways, the the the, the research that I'm doing is to try to get all those you know all that information with a bunch of people, and then do like a sort of um, like an article that you could like everybody can just go there and and just mm -hmm. you know uh, use it. You know, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. That sounds great. I love that. And I can't, I can't not mention, I have to mention this too. One of the things that I see in your content when you post is your fantastic t-shirt collection. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm always noticing whatever, you know, whatever's on your shirt, you have these great, these great shirts that just every time I see one I'm just like I want that shirt <laughs> like, well, I'll get you um, I'll, I'll get you some names contacts you know, great yeah. when you have you have a Jaws t-shirt which I've seen I didn't know if you were a a fan yes. of that movie yes. the, the yes, horror sure. genre I um, actually I actually it was funny because I watched it uh again the first one with my kids the other day oh did you <clears throat> yeah and they, they hadn't seen it of course and it's funny because they loved it. I thought I thought they were gonna say like, "Oh yeah, this is too slow," you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for them, I mean, all the new movies are so like, you know, uh, there's no more of those big scenes and that tension right. and stuff like that. It's it's, it's kind of it's rare to see that in the the new movies, but uh, mm -hmm. they loved it, and it's it's such a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean, it's such a classic, and I feel it like is. anyone who grew up in that time period like as yes. a child when those movies came out like we all have the same totally unrealistic fear of being like even in a swimming pool i remember being in a swimming pool as a kid and just like swimming and like looking looking behind me like just to make know? sure there's not yes what like what just make sure there's nothing behind me yes, yes. right Please. right seriously um but i love i love that the kids the kids love that um they did Fellow drummer Brandon Steinekert, I just have to give a shout out because he had he had like movie night. He he built this like pool area with a movie screen. He had this movie night where he played all the Jaws movies and they all were like in the pool. And the, really? I think he had like awesome. had a, the water was red and stuff like lighting on it and stuff. But it, I was just thinking like, how fun would that be to be in a pool watching those movies? Yes. But then I'm just like, I'd probably be like curled up on a raft yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with the irrational fear. Um, I mean, especially yeah. if you can't see what's what's in the water. Yes, you know? it's I mean, dark out. Yeah, if you can't oh. see, then it's yeah, it's weird. Too it's weird. too too scary. Uh, but I another of your shirts though. I just have to mention, um, I like bands that don't exist yet. Right. <laughs> right. And like, how great is that? Just yes. thinking what about the future. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Anyway. Anyway, I feel like that that just shows your creativity. And um, thank you. And, and in speaking of creativity, too, is there is there something like 
even outside of music that inspires you? Like, are you into um, art or like other yes. things that you kind of like bring into your I'm, creativity? Yes, I'm very, very into art, but uh, I've been reading a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm on this phase that I, I bought the whole collection of uh, Dostoevsky. I don't know if you heard of him, this yes. uh, Russian yeah, writer. It's, uh, it's so amazing. But at the same time, you got to... You gotta go slow in it because it, uh, so I, I'm trying. I also like here and then I'm like I, I'm finished one book and then I go like somewhere else and see like you know just like a any romance or anything. Yes, just to, yeah, something just to like break that. Yeah, because <laughs> because it's very dense. Yes, but it's amazing. I mean, he he puts you right there. Like in, this is we're saying like this is like the 1800s and he's. It's almost like you can smell the place, you know. Mm. He he puts in a very like very deep and yeah, it's amazing. I love I, I I just love everything from him and um, yeah. I mean, pretty much it. I mean, I've, I've been reading a lot. I really love books and um, let me see, Tolstoy. It's another uh, Russian, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. pretty good. I just started getting to Tolstoy as well. Clarice in Lispector. I don't know if you heard of her. No, no, yeah. I haven't. Yes, she's amazing. I'm yeah. have to I just look discovered. Her I mean, I've I've heard, I've heard of her. Like, I've been hearing about her uh, like for for forever. But um, but I've never I've never had a chance to read. And then uh, it's been like a couple of months. A couple of months ago, I I read I read the first book. Which is called um, uh, what? What was it? Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how is it going to be in English, anyways. But oh, yeah. I can send it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. But anyways, that would be great. I'll, I'll yeah, look it she, up. I'll put a link for sure. Yeah, she she also. I mean, the way she she almost she bends the words. It's just mm. like it's almost like she says something that she couldn't say. She couldn't. If you if you're thinking about the 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 language structure, it's mm -hmm. almost like this is wrong, but it feels in a certain way, you know. So it's yes. it's, it's amazing, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's also yeah. deep. It's not. It's not so. Well, it is like in a existentialism sort of. Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll put it, but not. It's not heavy as Dostoevsky. Mm -hmm. It's a different like, you know. But it's, a different, it's a different kind yeah. of heavy, right? Yeah, a different yeah. kind of heavy. So. Right? No, that's <laughs> yeah. that that's so great. I um, you know, I, it's interesting to me when musicians kind of like pull from other mediums for their inspiration yeah. and I also I love reading. I love when I get engrossed in a book and can see things, you know, see the scene, like imagine Imagine yeah. it. And then when a book ends and you're just like, oh, I want it to keep going, you yes. know, that kind of thing. I did um, that grab this. We'll do a Dave Grohl plug here since we've been talking about Dave Grohl so much. But the Dave Grohl's. Have you read it? Have you read it? I, start, I just started reading it. And yeah, I've read it. it yeah, it's it's awesome. great. Like, you know, the way that he tells sto stories and the relatability. Yeah of it is just so good and you know that was that's my vacation um reading right there it's <laughs> so. it's, it's really it's really good it, and it's 
it's also it's amazing to think that someone got to like to do everything it's like it's yeah. it's funny like when you get like half the book you're like dude what else it's like you've done everything with the I, right like with everybody it's crazy it's and crazy. now he's a horror filmmaker so yes. it is have you like, seen the movie i did see it have you seen oh, it oh i, I want to see no i haven't you have to see it, especially having yes. recorded at the studio. So Studio 666, right? The, the Foo Fighters movie. And it's, you know, it. it just is, it follows the nuances of like the horror genre. So um, okay. the, the, all the, the key elements are in there that like, you know, are in a traditional horror movie. Um, yeah. And it's just so, it's so funny. Like there's, yeah, there's so much, cool. so much in it that just made me laugh. And then like seeing seeing the guys acting and stuff, you know, <laughs> like, he put everybody on it. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh yeah. yeah there's can a you imagine, can you imagine him to, like going to them and say, guys, I just had this idea. Yeah. This is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, like he's at the point in his life and career where he's, you know, he's like, I want to make a horror movie. And it's like, okay, let's make a horror movie with the Foo Fighters, you know? Yes. So like yes. to get to that point, that's a, that's a goal for sure. Just to be able to literally yes. do whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll keep so we'll a long keep way working. to the top if you want to rock and roll. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. but yeah, I just I'm so excited for all the things that you have coming up. And um I can't wait. I'm gonna put some links in the description and in the podcast notes on the podcast cool. platform so everyone can check it out and also like follow along for the tour dates and see yes. you guys out on tour yes. um and yeah let's definitely see each other in person as soon as humanly please. possible yes please um cannot wait for that and i just wish you wait. all the best this year with everything coming back getting back out there you know not getting back on that treadmill but you know yeah. getting <laughs> no more of that <laughs> no more of the treadmill but making our own choices and yes. really doing the things that we love that's what's important thank you so much Sarah. i mean it was just it's such a pleasure for me to be here as i said and before it's a pleasure for me yes. to have you here so thank you thank so you. much and we will catch up soon thank you thank okay. you so much bye <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.